Welcome to the Women Aging Awesomely podcast, the perfect space to empower women to say goodbye, good riddance, and even bye, Felicia, to the mischief of menopause. Here, we banish the mindset of it sucks to get old and turn our menopausal woes into wins. I'm your host, Stephanie Fowler, certified in women's wellness and yoga and host of Women Aging Awesomely. Welcome back to another episode of Women Aging Awesomely. And oh my goodness, we have hit a milestone today. Women Aging Awesomely has been listened to and downloaded over 750 times. And, you know, that's a nice increment to to have as a milestone. Um, And actually today when I checked, it's about to hit 800. So we are just having listeners listen all the time. And it's just so awesome. Um, And this is all in our first six months of hosting this podcast. So I want to give a huge shout out to you, a huge first virtual fist bump, a virtual hug across the internet for being a part of my listenership of this podcast. It means a lot to me and I do not take it lightly. So let's go ahead and dive in to today's topic all about the scale. You know, what you step your feet on and and look at that number, you know, up here. And I want to talk about ways to see progress in your goals without having to use it. So if you do happen to have a weight goal that you're working toward, um, then this episode is for you. This topic um, for today's episode was actually inspired um, by a recent post from one of my group members inside of my free Facebook group. If you want to join, just go to Facebook and search Women Aging Awesomely. It's the same name as this podcast. (laughs) I keep everything simple. And she posted a picture recently of a scale. And there were several little things written around the scale. Um, And these were things that the scale, you know, will not or cannot tell you. So it was things like, you know, your clothes fit better. Um, you know, what time of the month it is, because if you are still having your period, unlike me, I haven't had one in about two years, um, things like, you know, how much water that you drank that day, all of these things factor in to your number on that scale, right? Um, so it was a really good post, and it reminded me of a free workshop that I gave inside of this Facebook group several months ago. So I think it's time to revisit that workshop courtesy of this podcast. All right, why should we not rely on a scale? Why not treat the scale as the end-all, the be-all of weight measurement? Well, because not everybody likes the scale, right? (laughs) I don't always like the scale. I really don't like it when it doesn't move. And it's not always reliable or accurate. So just in case you do happen to like using the scale, and I do think it serves a a place in my um, weight management protocol, just stay till the end because I will share my top tips for when and how to weigh yourself. All right, but back to the idea of other ways to see progress without using a scale. It is okay to give up on the scale, especially if the scale is not making you feel any healthier or better about yourself, okay? 
um, think about this. Did you try using a scale and all it did was give you anxiety? If so, ditch it. Um, Did the actual presence of a scale trigger a spiral of negative thoughts? If so, you are not alone. Dump it and move on. So here's the deal. I believe that the best measurement is progress. And whether that works for you to step on a scale and you see the number dipping lower and lower each time, um, then that's great. But it also might be some other ways that you can use. And I want to give you 11 different ways to see progress other than the scale. So here we go. The first one is you have higher energy levels. So if you are having higher energy levels than you were when you first started some type of weight loss um, program or regimen or exercise program or workout program or whatever it is that you're doing, um, or, you know, if you are working with me as a, as a wellness client, you're going to have higher energy levels for a variety of reasons. And one of those might be that you are losing some weight. You might also have some better sleep. Now, there are a lot of reasons that go into some of these different things too, but they are ways to see progress other than literally stepping on a scale if weight loss is one of your goals. You might also have an improved uh, feeling of confidence. Your clothes might be fitting better, just like that um, post in my Facebook group mentioned. Um, You might have increased strength, increased stamina, meaning that you can um, work out for longer because you have started working out and little by little you're seeing progress with that. Um, And also because you might be working out or maybe you are trying out yoga or working on some stretching, you might have better mobility and flexibility. And I'll put a plug in. I do have a monthly membership that's no contract. So I will have the link in the show notes as well. So go ahead and take advantage of that. It's a great way to do all of these things, actually, (laughs) that I'm talking about. And also, you could have a lower body fat percentage. Now, there are ways to do that. If you actually go somewhere um, to a gym, they might have a trainer there that can um, determine that for you using some calipers and so forth. Um, You can also use a tape measure and you can just Google um, body fat measurements um, or body fat calculator and you can come up with one. It might not always be as reliable as uh, having a personal trainer in person do it with you, but it's something that you can still get a gauge on. Also, of course, as I just mentioned with measurements, you can measure. So I know in the past, uh, back when I was trying to lose baby weight two different times, many, many years ago, um, and also when I hit my 40s, and of course I'm 53, but way back when I was 39 and wanting to really get into my 40s, you know, um, in a, with a certain ideal weight that I had in my mind back then, um, I would measure and I would have it posted on a little um, piece of paper that was taped on the inside of my closet door. And I had a, a measuring tape nearby and every so often I would measure. And, you know, it was it was really nice to see that. And these were things I didn't have to do with a scale. You know, I never had to step foot on a scale. Um, Also improved eating habits, because, you know, when you start to see some of these changes, and noticing energy level and better sleep and you just feel better and you're more confident and all of those things, sometimes it, it um, kind of helps you have better eating decisions and so forth. Um, 
better muscle health and bone strength, and also less aches and pains. And that's because if you are working on losing some weight, you're not going to have as much weight on your joints and um, so forth and so on. So those are the 11 different ways that you can see progress other than stepping on the scale. I bet if I really continued to think about it, I would be able to list out one or two more, but I think 11 is a great, great start. Today's episode is sponsored by my monthly membership. 12 live classes each month, averaging out to less than the price of a fancy cup of coffee from Starbucks. Talk about a great value. And hey, if you can't make it live, no worries. Each class is recorded thanks to the ladies in the class that all remind me to hit the record button, Stephanie. The link is in the show notes, and I look forward to seeing you meet your midlife energy, weight loss, and confidence goals. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay, so here we are at my bonus for this episode um, of when and how to weigh yourself if you do like using the scale. And I will be the first to say I do like using the scale. However, if it is not moving down any, or it might even move up a little bit, because we all know that our weight fluctuates, um, I like to fall back on those other ways to show progress. My favorite one is definitely that my clothes fit better. But anyway, um, here we go. These are my top tips, my top five tips, actually, of how and when to weigh yourself. So first of all, number one, weigh just once a week. Now, I do have a former client of mine, a wellness client, and she loved weighing once a month, and that's totally fine too. I definitely do not recommend weighing every single day because you're going to see too much fluctuation, and you might actually see your weight going up because our weight definitely fluctuates quite a bit day to day. So that's why it's better to have um, a set day each week um, to weigh. Our second tip is to weigh in the morning. I definitely think that that's the best. So when I do happen to step on a scale, it's always the first, first thing I do in the morning after I use the bathroom, of course, (laughs) and flush all the fluids out of me that have gathered over the, the night. And then also, this kind of goes along with number two, but number three is to weigh the same way each time. So that means that, you know, if you happen to be just in a nightshirt and underwear, then be in a nightshirt and, and underwear each and every time. And then also weigh consistently. So you want to, you know, if you're weighing once a week or once a month, you know, whatever, then go ahead and, and do that. Keep that consistency up of when you weigh. And then finally, our fifth top tip here is to weigh only if it's not going to trigger anxiety. So that's not only like, you know, just in general, but let's say that you've been doing great. You've been, you know, weighing once a week. You've been weighing in the morning. You've been weighing with the same type of, um, you know, nightshirt or whatever on each, each time. And you've been weighing, you know, each and every week. So you've been doing one through four. But let's say that um, the night before you're supposed to weigh, you um, ended up, you know, just kind of 
eating Domino's pizza and maybe you had like, I don't know, five or six slices, right? And you were, you know, watching a movie, just chilling out on Netflix, not having much activity, um, not drinking a whole lot of water. Basically, you were just having um, just one of those, you know, chill nights, right? We all have them. So you might not want to weigh that next morning if you think that stepping on it is making you anxious. Like, oh my God, I know I, I, I just should not weigh because I don't think I'm going to like what I see. Then just don't weigh that time. So you might have to back off of it that one time, which um, might kind of mess up being consistent. But then again, if, if it's going to cause you anxiety um, or you're going to fret about it and then you're going to see that number and not like it and then you're just going to go in a little tailspin, then don't weigh that particular time, okay? Other than that, I want you to maintain consistency. So those are my top five tips. Weigh once a morning, or excuse me, once a morning, excuse me, once a week. Weigh in the morning time. Weigh the same way each time. In other words, the same type of, of um, outfit or whatever. Weigh consistently and weigh only if it's not going to bring about anxiety. All right, my friend, that's it for today. Subscribe to my podcast so you will not miss another episode and leave a review if you happen to listen on Apple or iTunes podcast. I would really appreciate that. Just a sentence or two would really just mean the world to me. And remember that aging is a part of life, so we might as well do it awesomely. Until next time, this is Stephanie Fowler, your host of Women Aging Awesomely.